Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! Taylor writes in, he says, Roddy, why do you keep that microphone in front of your face? I find it a little distracting, but enjoy the show otherwise. How about that? I moved it because my chiropractor said, Rod, your neck is getting screwed. Because you're leaning over this microphone all the time. Can you prop it up? My micro- my chiropractor is very happy. Oh, yeah. You guys aren't. I don't know what to do. Been in radio for 30 years. I never worried about what it looked like. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody. You're on camera, Moose. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Hour 2. It's affectionately brought to you by Core Grain. Doing the right thing for your farm. I'm talking a lot of farming around here lately. Uh, I don't. We don't need any more rain. I don't think. Harvest is well underway. Well underway, and we got a lot of topics on the table today. We didn't even get into the National Football League preseason notes coming out of the weekend, and we will. It is August in Canada. That means we're talking Canadian Football League. There's not a whole lot going on in hockey right now. I, Darren wants to talk more NHL. I said, give him one month off for the love of Pete. We got 11 months to talk about it. He wants to talk about Austin Matthews' wrist surgery. Are you worried? No. Okay. <laughs> it's a long way out from the start of the season. Uh, coming out of week two in the Canadian Football League, we d- discussed a lot of that. There's breaking news today out of Calgary. The Calgary Stampeders will be missing Bo Levi Mitchell for at least this week, maybe longer, with a lower body injury. And uh, that's not good news. We don't like to hear uh, anybody injured. And I guess, did we not see this coming? That there would be injuries to players, whether they be marquee guys or guys we've never heard of? is happening. It's not good for the CFL to have Bo Levi Mitchell hurt. Period. He needs to be on the field. And his team at 0-2, some tense moments around there. My... Rant, if you will, near the end of hour one was uh, everybody wants to talk about attendance in the CFL. And I actually got sucked into it a little bit because of low attendance in Calgary. I tweeted about it, but I, I, I think we just should settle on talking about the games. Chris Bird in Toronto says, uh, I'm concerned that COVID numbers will rise to the point where we are looking at lockdowns again. Get vaxxed. <sighs> so over that, it's been a year and a half. Uh, Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says, man, I sure wish I was able to meet with the RP Show gang in Winnipeg. Maybe next time. Well, the meet and greet at Hooters was awesome, but at the game, was, it was one big party. And as I said, exchanged chuckles with Wade Miller, the president of the Blue Bombers, ran into Jeremy's Jones, had fans stopping us for photos on the concourse, hence the Winnipeg bunny hug I'm wearing today, the bomber jersey that I opened up the show with. And uh, I said to the guys, hey, listen, Friday night, Montreal is at Calgary. Should we go to Calgary for a live show? And then I stopped myself and said, let's just let it breathe. Let's just let it breathe. You seemed more than okay with that, Moose. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Stay home for a weekend. Yeah. Right? It's all good. We'll get, there'll be plenty of invites to go. We, uh, it'll be nice to sleep in my own bed. That's important. So, but it's great. I mean, there's love everywhere. So that's. That's what we noticed, right? Well, I think there's love everywhere. But (laughs) I said this is a back and forth with the viewers today. That's what we're doing, and it's been good. But I came in here in a great mood. Please don't make me leave in a bad mood. Like General, the General in Calgary says, people die, Rod. should never dismiss it. 
I understand that. I just, I'm tired of talking about it. The stadiums are open. You can go to the games. If you don't want to go to the games, don't go. Read my lips. I mean, we rolled into IG. I wasn't, I'm double vaxxed. Not telling anybody to get double vaxxed, but guess what? It's like a bad, it's like a pass, backstage pass. I can go anywhere I want. I got this. If you don't, then you can't. Mm-hmm. Then you can't. What did you say? You got to say it, what you said in the car on the way Whoa. home. Oh, uh, I, I said, look at your last name's not DuPont. You can't come to the family reunion, right? How about that? It's just, I mean, I don't think it's a human right that I'm taking away from you, but you just can't come. And I, speaking of that, I almost never got in the stadium. <laughs> Should oh, we tell that story? Do I tell it? You tell it. You go We're walking up to the stadium, and there's signs everywhere, by the way, and they're announcing on the loudspeaker, please have your, vaccination, your proof of vaccination and photo identification, you know, present and ready to present. And I'm like, whoops, didn't bring my ID, never get ID'd anywhere. But I made sure I had my vaccine, my proof of vaccination. I, when I was leaving the hotel room, I'm like, I need this. We need this to get in the stadium. Didn't bring my photo ID. So I'm ripping through my phone looking for a photo of my ID. And find, I found it. It was your ID I had in my phone. It must have been from booking flights or something. And then luckily I did find it after, you know, a panic for like 20 minutes. I'm standing out front IG Field in Winnipeg. Bob's your uncle. I, I got everything I need. I'm, let's go. Bob's your uncle. He didn't have his photo ID, as he just said. No. I'm like, it's 2021, Moose. How do you not travel without photo ID? And I do you want to call it a God shot or what? The security guard standing at IG Field at the gate was the same guy that let us into Canada Life Center in Winnipeg that morning. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tony. Tony. Hey, Tony. <laughs> hey, Tony, what's up? William May, watching in Lloyd Minister, uh, Lloyd Minster, sorry, I sounded like my mom there. Hey, Rod, did you get asked for your vaccinations card? I got asked for that dang card everywhere I went in Winnipeg, but guess what? I had it. And I, again, we're, we're, we're not, we're in too good of a mood to get into an argument here, but Chris Bird in Toronto, huge Argos fan, says maybe you people are over COVID, but numbers are up in Ontario. Imagine a Grey Cup in Hamilton with no fans. Hashtag get vaxxed. Um, yeah, I say this as respectfully as possible. You guys do you, we'll do us. We roamed around Winnipeg with zero problems because we have been following all the health and safety regulations and we're good. That's right. Where's Jeff the Stamps fan today? It just dawned on me. He's not going to be one of those post-game. He's not even a post-game trash talker. He's like, your team loses, you don't show up. Come on. You can't be that guy. It's not like we're going to make fun of him because his team's 0-2. But I just say last hour, I don't like the fact that Bo Levi Mitchell's hurt right. and having the worst start to his career. Jason Austin watching on YouTube says, you would be lonely in Calgary. McMahon is a ghost town when the riders aren't in town. Listen, I don't like crowds. And I'd said this to you last week. That seems like a paradox. It's because people say, Rod, you've worked in sports your whole life. How can you not like crowds? Dude. I go into the stadium or arena two hours before the game. There's nobody there. I leave an hour after. There's nobody there. I don't deal with, haven't dealt with crowds. So, frankly, I don't know what the attendance was at IG Field the other night. Would 20,000-ish? Yeah. If I went to McMahon and it was fifteen to 20,000, good. I can put my feet up. Well, we didn't, yeah. I got really long limbs, okay? I'm, oh, I'd love to go to McMahon if we had the whole place to ourselves. I'm okay with being lonely. As a matter of fact, I'm never lonely. What were you going to say? No, we had room. It was good. Little egg room. We were with the Oliveira family. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers for just (laughs) all of Winnipeg. The Jets, the Bombers, the Ice, the city of Winnipeg, the Hooters. They literally rolled out the red carpet and said on our way out of town, when you coming back? Hence the Jets bunny hug today. Like I, 
For those whose heads popped off when they saw a photo of me in a bomber jersey, I'll say it again for those that missed it the first time. This is me moving on to the next phase of my life. Deal with it. Because I like it. Somebody asked about, uh, here it is, from CD, the Ticats fan on YouTube. Hey, is Moose excited for season two of his show, Ted Lasso? Do you ever get tired of the Jason Sudeikis uh, comparisons? Not yet. I'm okay with it right now. <laughs> I'd like people to like recognize me. For me, that would be nice, but I am excited. I started watching season two, and it's really good. You haven't watched the show yet at all. No, but I'm going to start. Yeah. I'm going to start. There's, just, there's so many entertainment options. I started watching The Last Dance for a second. Actually, I just finished watching Last yeah. Dance for a second time. Um, That's okay. I'm making a third trip through Ballers now, too. Jeff, what are you watching that on? Uh, that's on Crave. Regarding the attendance at IG Field the other night, why do we keep talking about attendance? I feel like I'm as guilty as anybody. The general, no, Jeff in Winnipeg, Jeff Cabello says 20,000 with a growing population of shirtless men in the end zone. I've, I've mentioned to you, this is a young crowd. Yes. As we were roaming, doing loser laps we, at IG Field. We actually had that conversation and it was like, Winnipeg is connected with a younger audience. That's cool. Yeah. Blue Bombers are cool in Winnipeg to a younger audience. And that's, I like seeing that. Here's the attendance thing. And I mean, people are talking about it. It is a concern. You haven't been around in a couple of years. And now it's like, that's the momentum you had was one week. And now we're seeing record low attendances. You know, in terms of the new stadium, that was the, Vanstone had that stat, right? This is the lowest attended game in the new stadium, 27,000. And there was far less than that in the building. That's fine. But it's not a concern because you said, Ryder's got bing, bing, home, 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 right? Winnipeg, too. Lots of home games very early on um, in the season. It's a lot of money to, to shell out. I mean, Glenn Erickson put it on Twitter. He came from Medicine Hat with his wife, I believe, to watch the game. It was almost 600 bucks for the two of them to come in from out of town to watch the game. It's not cheap. So you got to pick one. And if you're going to pick one, you're going to pick the season opener, the home opener, why wouldn't you? So I'm not concerned. I think it'll bounce back. I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about the Canadian Football League. I don't think it's a problem yet. You know, if we're, if we're having the conversation about attendance, you know, after weeks four, five, and six, then maybe it's a bigger issue. But I wouldn't be worried yet. It's 11-11. Take a drink of coffee. And make a wish. And uh, Mandy pointed it out, too. Nice work. Uh, Andre Trepanier is watching from Montreal. He says, great podcast, Rod. Go Owls from Montreal. I'll never forget. You people that are huge CFL fans would know the name Jason Claremont. He sat in that chair right there. I'll never forget. It was year one of the show because we're now in year three. And he goes, so this is a podcast? And I'm like, no. This is a live show, which it is, that you can listen to later in the day. That would be the podcast portion of it, but it is a live show. Oh, and another one, by the way. We ran into a pretty big name broadcaster in Winnipeg who will remain nameless. And he's like, you guys are killing it, man. And I'm like, oh, what makes you say that? Ah, just I'm watching what you're doing. You guys are killing it. And to have no boss... Must be awesome. <laughs> it is fantastic. That is a Texas 10-4 on that one, good buddy. Um, <laughs> Mandy says, I wish I was around when John Frenzy was announcing. I wonder why some don't like him, like the Winnipeg fan on the show on Friday. John Frenzy, the Hall of Fame Rough Riders broadcaster, Called games from 1973 to 1984. He's the Don Cherry of football, and they don't like him in Winnipeg because he dumps on Winnipeg all the time. He came up with the phrase Winnipegish, which has turned into they've owned it. They've taken it over in Winnipeg. That's it's now right. a phrase. It's a good thing. Winnipegish. Uh, very hospitable, very welcoming. That's what we experienced yeah. on Friday. As my friend said, of all the CFL markets, the place that hated you the most, Rod, opened their doors to you. I'm like, 
I can't figure it out either. Yeah. But I'm here for it. The Can you put that comment up, Clark? I think it was, was it from Ryan Gregory watching on YouTube. He says, how do you expect the CFL to benefit from single-game single betting? And I have not spent a lot of time thinking about it. I've had football people from the States call me, and you know who they are. And they're like, Rod, I've been thinking about this. Where does the CFL stand to, to make all this money from single-game betting? And uh, we put our heads together, and I'm like, well, I guess just sponsorship. They're not running their own casino. That's where the money is. Maybe they should open their own casino. I would go to that. Yeah. Instead of portion of it, portion of your betting money is not going to the CFL. When you bet on the CFL, your money is not going to the CFL. But indirectly it is, right? And, and I'll say this every single day, and you can just probably press a button. But again, your attention is what they stand to gain. The CFL stands to gain your attention, and then it's their job to capitalize on it. Betting and sports betting and gambling brings your attention to the league, to the games. That means more people in the stands, more people on the website looking at stats. You know, ex- it's a long game. More podcast listens. It's a long game. It's a long game. And more television eyes, too, which then is attention that can be sold you know, to advertisers and whatnot. So it's your attention that's up for grabs. So that's how they'll benefit, but not directly. It will be indirectly. Yeah. But I feel like Mr. CFL guy sitting here saying, let's not worry about that. They're playing. The games are all televised. They've come off from what we can see, because we're not on the inside anymore, without a hitch. Really? Let's enjoy that. And talk about the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Which 0-2 team in the CFL is a mirage? i.e. better than their record indicates. And 51% on Twitter saying the Hamilton Tiger Cats are the biggest mirage. They're better than 0-2. What are they saying on Facebook there, Moose? Uh, Calgary's leading. Pretty close. Calgary's leading by a hair. It's Calgary and, and Hamilton. Generally, everybody thinks Edmonton is a hot mess. Yeah. Actually, somebody responded to this poll on Twitter and said, all of them. And that might be the comment of the day, kids. We're making far too many assumptions and generalities and writing teams off based on two weeks into the season. At least Hamilton's quarterbacks are healthy. Right? Yeah. But we're watching all the games. It's been fun. Oh, and I can't get out of here without pointing out, William says, isn't the boss beside you? You saw that comment, right? Yeah, I did. He is the boss. But this is why he's up for the Paragon Award for Young Entrepreneur of the Year, which you, if you don't win, there should be an inquiry. Because <laughs> I had to uh, do a letter of reference for him. And I said, this guy, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of stresses individuality, inclusion, resourcefulness. Look it up if you don't know what it is, because I bet a lot of you don't know. And treats us with respect more than any boss I've ever had, ever. He treats us as equals. Think about that for a second. Is your uh, your headphones fit your head after that? <laughs> you still okay? <laughs> You're turning red, that. Moose. Having You're turning trouble. red, Moose. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we will be back with Mike Richards. Can't wait. From Saga Nine Sixty. And this is Hour 2 of the RP Show, brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. 
Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Uh, and the Moose, too. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Mike Richards from Saga 960 Radio in Mississauga. I just want to answer some of your questions. Dean Lubchenko writes in regarding the, uh, we said the Bombers have a very young fan base. We noticed that in the venue on Friday. Dean says, what did Winnipeg do to gain the younger following? The CFL should capitalize on it if possible. I don't know, but we had our meet and greet at Hooters <clears throat> and the guys that were there. They're like, we got to get there early. They got $3 beers and $3 hot dogs and $3 burgers, right? It was an incentive to get into the stadium early. I don't know. It was just a party vibe once you were there. The beer snake thing is legendary. These are just some of the things that come to the top of my mind. Uh, Winning doesn't hurt. Snazzy merchandise. I don't know. They got it going on. And from Pal Kurt on YouTube says, Rod, you may have touched on this, but what are your thoughts on the Riders not pulling Cody Fajardo with three minutes left in the game and him running the ball that late in the game and up 30-8? to eight? Um, I think that you, you leave Cody Fajardo in for as long as you possibly can. When they were speedbagging the BC Lions in week one, I jokingly said, get him out of there. But I knew they wouldn't. They didn't have a preseason. You need to give your quarterbacks every live rep. It's a National Football League thing. CFL's doing it. You leave them in. You leave them in. And with Cody running the football, that's Cody being Cody. Cody's going to Cody, Darren. And listen, you saw that going around the stadium, the sprinkles of Jesus. He's got God on his side. He's, he's protected. We had Mike Richards, and now we don't. There's a connection issue with Mike Richards. John Wyatt. Watching on Facebook. Question of the day, Paul. He says, what age group is considered younger? Anybody younger than me. (laughs) 20s. I would say 29 and under. Yeah. How about that? That's the market they're trying to hit. I mean, we know it's what? 25, 30 to 30 to 55, 60 is the real that's where you make money, right? They're the people who have money for the most part, right? Um, but you're trying to get the younger demographic so that you can keep that, you know, middle demographic full. That's where yeah. your money's coming from. So you got to attract the younger audience, and they're doing it. Winnipeg's doing it. I will say 30, under 30. That's what we saw the other night in Winnipeg. And the thing is, while the yeah. older people probably have more money in the bank, and they do, they're not buying 10 beers and then getting hungry and buying hot dogs. And like Jerry Jones with America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. I was amazed when I went to Cowboy Stadium and the beers were $6. Cheapest in the National Football League. I'm like, well, this is wild. I'll take four. And then around the end of the first quarter, <laughs> I'm hungry. Go to the concession. Uh, personal pizza, $26. What? Get them drunk. Get them spending their money. That's what young people are going to do. That is the sports mantra. Have they not figured that out yet? Jerry has. Jerry figured and it out. And now it's coming into the season. Long ago. Yeah. What's Trent saying in Norway? Do we have his comment? I, I think we're having issues getting uh, our man on Mike Richards, which is unfortunate. I see the heat is hot in Edmonton. On YouTube, viewer the 780, that's his name, Says the Elks let go Almondo Sewell, Taekwon Glass, both of which had an impact for Montreal. Wait until Calvin McCarty scores a couple touchdowns for the Stamps on Labor Day. 0-2, doesn't look good in your own park at all. And Trevor Harris, he's my guy. He can't do it alone, though. They're having all kinds of issues. I tried to call up the CFL stats here team-wise. And it was from week one, not from coming out of week two. I just wonder where, where the sacks are. Edmonton has got a lot of problems. But as their coach, Jamie Elizondo, said, we're not playing together as a team. 
It's an entirely new regime. You've got a lot of new personnel on the field, let alone the coaching staff. They will figure it out. There's far too many, uh, what did I say? Generalizations and assumptions yep. being made. Overreaction Monday. Yes, overreaction Monday. Casey Jones watching on Facebook and says, uh, Rod, maybe the $5 beer prices helped. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How about that? Jeff, the Stamps fan. He showed up. He said, had a meeting. Missed the early part of the show. 7,000 less in Sask. 6,000 less in Winnipeg. 5,000 less at Edmonton. The attendance issue is not exclusive to Calgary. But, Jeff, I appreciate you chiming in. Near the end of hour one, I just said, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about attendance at this point. Let's talk about the games. And I'm sure Jeff the Stamps fan heard, but maybe you didn't. Bo Levi Mitchell gone for an extended period for the Calgary Stampeders with a lower body injury. I've been forwarded some info here, which will remain on my phone and nowhere else, but it does not look good. Robin in the Gateway to the North is watching. He says the BC Lions released their global kicker, Yamasaki, yesterday. And I said to Moose, we should talk about that. And he's like, it happened yesterday. It's so old news, Moose. (laughs) But this guy... Takeru Yamasaki was becoming the feel-good story of the season in the CFL. I felt it. Problem was, he had a tough time hitting the uprights. And he gone. Dinner on Delta. But it seemed like it was becoming a nice story. Yeah, it did. I mean, he made his first one, and you thought, man, this is going to be really great for the CFL if he does well. There's no question he's got a strong enough leg. There's no question he's a good enough kicker to play in the CFL. But look at BC doesn't have time to wait. They got to win football games now. They've got a team that's good enough to win now. They have like they should be two and zero. BC, they mm-hmm. should be two and zero. They should have beat Saskatchewan in week one, right? Had they made those field goals, that was the difference. So BC's looking at missed opportunities and they have to take advantage. So. We'll see what happens with the kicking situation moving forward, but they need to shore that up. The general watching in Calgary says, not the first time we've gone without Bo. I'm sure Dickinson has a plan. Unless it's Dave starting at quarterback, I would be feeling very nervous in Calgary because you don't have Nick Fatty Arbuckle there to save the day anymore. You traded him away. So what we're going to do, we're a little off schedule here, but we'll take an early timeout. And when we come back, Mike Richards will join us from Saga 960 because they tell me he's good to go. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Mike Richards uh, from our viewers. Frank watching in Toronto on Game Plus. Writes on the Prairie Mobile text line says, What the CFL needs is in-game betting like the NFL. Keeps interest up. Well, maybe we're getting there. Katie Flurry writes in. She's, like me, a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team. She says, plus the WHL preseason starts next month. Hey, Katie, you would have enjoyed uh, last hour we had Connor Bedard with us. The next Connor McDavid, they say. You might want to go back and watch that. It was good. Good kid. Mike Richards is now starring on Saga 960 Radio. He joins us from Mississauga, Ontario, now to talk all things sports. How are you doing, Michael? Is it cold there? Uh, No, it's not cold. Very warm. Very, uh, very hot, and uh, I just apologize. I feel like the uh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats of uh, television guests. <laughs> Show- <laughs> showing up late? Uh, how about not showing up at all? <laughs> the offensive line. Did they know the rules? Is it their first time? Have they just put this together? I, I just, I'm, I'm watching the team, and I'm like, you know, everyone understands there is a there is a position called running back. I mean, you you should have someone who actually runs the ball, and they're not that hard to find. You know, you can kind of find them. And I just do not understand. I mean, Coach O, I love him. Uh, Orlando Steinauer is a great coach, and 
but they just are not in the same league as quite frankly. I think the, you know, when you take a look at the records and I saw that you had, you know, who, is there a mirage or a fraud up there right now? Uh, to me, when I take a look at Saskatchewan, Winnipeg and BC, who was surprisingly better. And guess what? Because their offensive line, they were just like turnstiles for the last couple of years, especially last year. You know, when they said Mike Riley wasn't going to show up, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't either because it's not fun to run for your life all the time. But uh, I look at that and and maybe uh, it's not a huge surprise. Uh, and I'm a little biased because I, I, I'm a bit of a Gary Jones uh, fan. Uh, they got it going in Montreal. And right now, look, it's a small sample size. They've only played one game. But, but are you telling me even with an eye test and this technically does and kind of is uh preseason i mean that's really what we're talking about but the alouettes are on the same page they look really good and if i'm the rest of the east right now uh they're all probably going to chase the alouettes and unless the tiger gets to do something amazing i'm not expecting from the red blacks you could see uh montreal coming back to prominence in the east it's been a while yeah, well, I'll tell you what, the big news today is that Bo Levi Mitchell's going to miss multiple games, we're told, with a lower body injury. And that's catastrophic for not just the Calgary Stampeders, but the entire CFL. Because you want your stars on the field, Mike. It's what sells tickets. It's what gets people tuning into games. But are we not jumping out to too many generalities here two weeks into a season where there's been no preseason? Or is the angst and panic in those markets like yourself, you're close to Hamilton, uh, warranted? I, I, again, small sample size, but there are certain things, you know, like coaches would see in an eye test, like when when coaches go to a combine. There's just certain things that you need to see to know that you're on the same page. And some of those teams, like the Stamps, they just don't, I don't think they have enough talent. So who, regardless of uh, who's a quarterback, if they play with Michael O'Connor, uh, the, the big, tall Canadian kid uh, played at UBC. I mean, I don't know what you expect uh, out of him necessarily. Um, the Argos, uh, our buckle probably will end up, I think at some point, probably being their starting quarterback. And for the Ticats, it's protection. I mean, whether it's Dane or whether it's uh, Jeremiah Masoli, I don't think it really, it really matters. The, the guy that I'm really interested in, and it's funny that you mentioned names uh, to sell tickets. So, Toronto's got a whole other different thing going on. And someone said, don't you think it'd be great if, if Bo Levi Mitchell came to Toronto? I'm like, well, if I went down to some of the hip areas of Toronto and said Bo Levi Mitchell, they'd think I was talking about pants dungarees they they, they they would not think that i'm talking about a quarterback because they just don't know the city is a terrible football city there's almost little to no interest in football period and aside from fantasy football and what they want to see with the nfl because of their fantasy leagues you know you can't have a college football uh, a conversation in this town you can't have a, a a canadian football conversation and so you know i i think you know when looking at the health of the league I'm just really nervous about Toronto just because it stinks here. They're terrible. The, the people just, they're not interested. They, they obviously, it's Leafs first, but, um, you know, Raptors obviously is a conversation. When the Blue Jays are in it, that's a conversation. The, the Argos are the last thing, and it scares me. Even as a diehard CFL fan, I could look at certain, I don't know, I guess storylines that would bring people in. The, the one storyline to me would have been Nathan Rourke. I mean, he's pretty much a local guy. He, he's from Oakville. He was sensational with the Ohio Bobcats, and I think he's the real deal. If he's given some time, I mean, I realize Michael O'Connor's going to be under, under center, and he's you know Canadian, and everyone's looking forward to seeing what he can do. But but Nathan Rourke is a stud. And his his younger brother this year is the quarterback starting this year uh, for the Bobcats. So I mean, his nickname was Air Canada. This kid can do a lot of stuff, and he's got a great mentor in front of him. I'll be really curious down the road to see what Nathan can do. And if I'm the Argos at some point, it's not winning just isn't good enough. I need a little bit of a story. And I think Nathan Rourke is. We'll wait. I guess we'll, we'll wait and see, but I think he is. I uh, don't want to let you go before we do talk about the Blue Jays because they are a contender. But you hosted a show on TSN 1050 for a lot of years in Toronto. And I got to ask you this. Obviously, there's more talk there. About the NFL right now, I, I guess I would assume, like our good friend Jim Lang. You know him, you love him. If you know Jim Lang, you love yeah. him. And he said to me one time, Rod, Toronto is an NFL town. And I said, really, Jim? Then Regina's an NHL town because we like it a lot too. <laughs> so is, is that the, what's the it, most it, buzz in that area right now? Well, NFL as it pertains to people's you know, fan duel and, and, and draft kings. And, you know, I, you can't have a football conversation in this. If you go to downtown Regina, if I go to Winnipeg, if I go to Calgary, I go to Edmonton, we can talk about football things, even high school football. We could talk about football. The NFL here only goes as far as it does for gambling. 
Like, it, it's not necessarily dissected as that, oh my God, we're going to watch every single NFL game. They'll watch the games because they have their fantasy leagues, uh, fantasy leagues attached to it. It's not a football town at all. I wouldn't say it's an NFL town. If it was, how come every game wasn't sold out when Buffalo came here? Well, then the excuse was, well, it's not really our team. Well, at some point, I got to tell you, uh, you know, they tried to bowl games up here. Nothing that's not really realistic to also think that the NFL would come to Toronto because I don't think it ever will ever come here to Toronto. And so the talk right now, uh, aside from probably diehard Leaf fans who are delusional, think something's going to happen this year and it won't, um, it's the Blue Jays. But after Stringer going out like he just did, uh, seeing where they're at, seeing how Tampa's playing, and the teams in front of them. So that's the Yankees. That's uh, And in the case of the wild card, so you're talking about uh, the A's and you're talking about the Bo Sox. Uh, you know, they were a bit of a whipping boy for Seattle who really aren't that good. It's not this year. They don't have to be all in this year. So I'm not really worried about whether they make the playoffs. It's more about next year. So if you want to rest Springer now or whatever that leg that, that, that leg's going to be, uh, to me, it's like then rest them because this isn't the year to be all in. This isn't the time to blow your investment. The Blue Jays, I don't think. I mean, it's going to be decided in September anyway with a lot of head-to-heads. They got like seven, they got seven games against Tampa Bay, but I just don't see it. They don't have the relief pitch, pitching. They've got one closer. They don't have enough. They're not in the same league, uh, but they could be next year. So I'm not really worried about whether they make it this year or not. I think they've been playing with a little bit of house money. I think Vladdy's been sensational. Hernandez has been great. They've got a bunch of guys. It's a cool story. It's next year. It's not this year. Ryan uh, McCarthy watching in New York says the only, and I mean only way, the NFL comes to Toronto is through relocation, and that might require one or more times to relocate to international locations like London. Robert Munich watching on YouTube says, Hope Mike is doing well. We miss him here in Calgary. His morning show on the Fan 960 was legendary. What can you update your Western Canadian fans on your status, Mike? Well, health-wise, uh, it's been uh, it's been pretty good. It's a bit, a bit of adjustment, uh, and I knew that was going to happen. So people who have followed along after rectal cancer, then they give you an ostomy bag. That's that's what you have at that point. So I had that for uh, six years and became quite difficult. Uh, so I finally, in March, was able to get what they call a reversal. And so what has happened is uh, I now sort of fully function, even though sometimes <laughs> I'm, it's like playing with no goalie be a little a uh, little panicky uh there you know it's 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 a little difficult but it's certainly a million miles better i immediately like probably the last time i was on here i'm down probably almost 40 pounds since the last time you saw me and uh and a whole bunch of pant sizes so that feels a little better for the ego and back to the size that i, I normally was so uh i do feel very healthy i in all honesty sort of uh, been waiting for this business to do a bunch of things and with covid uh, it has been slow to painfully people not doing anything. So I think there's still going to be some musical chairs in this country when it comes to sports radio. I'm just waiting for that to happen. Uh, but, but, you know, a lot of people don't know. It's, it's uh, you know, the, the staff that they have right now currently on some of these stations, quite frankly, just aren't very good. Uh, but right now with COVID and the protocols and who's moving in and who's moving out, there has, there's a little bit of a, like it looked like musical chairs at one point and just the music hasn't started again. I'm waiting for it to stop. So I think for uh, a lot of people who are waiting to see what's going to happen, you might have to wait a little bit longer. But there will be there will there are going to be some changes. Trust me, and I'm I'm talking nationally as well. So uh, cross your fingers, but uh, you never know things could uh, things could get exciting here. Well, producer Clark said to me, Mike's been teasing an announcement for a while. Today might be the day. But you're saying just <laughs> hold our bingo cards a little longer. That's yeah, what you're telling yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, just just hold on to the cards. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit, but I mean it's understandable. And, and by the way, anti-vaxxing. I mean, uh, I did, did that did that happen back when we had polio? Did that happen? Did that happen when when people were being cured so the planet wouldn't die? And then somehow uh, there are those that are going on the internet and looking at uh, 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 Google and and telling me that they know more. I mean, look, some of the guys are telling me stuff. They went to Seneca College. They went to Sate. I'm sorry, you're smarter than these people that have, have gone in the scientific industry for like 40 years. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, you really don't need the shots. Okay, well, it's called thinning the herd. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, what Winnipeg did the other night, and I'm not sure what it was at uh, Mosaic, but having the little passport saying that you're double vaccinated or people are going to feel comfortable, everyone gets into the building, I'm for that. I'm for that. Well, me too. And I was in Winnipeg for the game, and yeah, we showed our photo ID and our vaccine card, and boom, in we went. 
Uh, I was not at the Ryder game. They're not doing that, but they had a decent enough crowd uh, for sure. Tens of thousands showing up for it. And he, as a matter of fact, this is my last question for you, Mike, And because I, I didn't know <laughs> what to ask you, but the one that's kind of burning on me the most is the COVID situation in Southern Ontario, if you don't mind. I mean, the Argos have their home opener Friday night. They got, or Saturday, sorry, the Blue Bombers are there. I'm assuming attendance is capped. Like, I don't get it. Toronto FC, they had a game, right? Didn't they have 15,000 there? Like, is it as confusing for you living there as it is for us watching from yes. the rest of Canada? Yeah. yeah, I never know from a day-to-day basis what they're doing in terms of of people going into buildings. In fact, we talked to uh, this morning uh, the general manager and coach of the Mississauga Steelheads of the OHL. I said, so what's the deal with people come in and watch the games? He goes, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we, we, we don't know. It's every day you kind of have to wait to see if they change the rules. I'm going to the Queen's Plate uh, this Sunday. So they'll have about 5,000 people. Normally there's like 30,000 people. But but so, but so what is the thinking there? Like they're, they're, it's it's hard to find consistency, certainly when people want to get together in sporting events is obviously a big part of this world. So, uh, you know, are, are they going to go to the passport thing? I can tell you that Jim Austin, the CEO of Woodbine, really loved what uh, what the the blue bombers did, and so you know what if that if that's the road we're going down in terms of showing the uh, your little uh, vaccination or whatever it is, do that because to me that makes sense. Because can we just get into the ballparks? Because honestly, we know it's a gate driven league for the CFL. If you can't get in and see the games, especially in places like in Toronto, and Hamilton, Ottawa, we're going to be in trouble if we don't get people in that park. Mike, we thought by now, or at least I did that we would have huge crowds in the CFL. We were led to believe that, not by the CFL, I think, but by the government and health officials, that this is where we would be. So how they're even playing right now, I have no idea. I'm just so glad they are. And obviously, you watched oh, all the games yeah. on the weekend, right? Like, that's what we should, yeah. I think, be talking about on sports radio, not low attendance or this or that. I, I can't. I have no idea how the CFL is still alive. Just thank God they are. Yeah, I mean, I, if, I mean, obviously, Dave Bastel, uh, my partner on the air, and has been for uh, ten years. I mean, we're we're diehard guys. We've been going to games since literally we were born. It is a it is part of of, of what we do. And you you know, to talk about a Labor Day or or, or the playoffs or the, or the first game, like all these things that we're used to seeing. I mean, it was just wonderful to see. And I said, Mosaic is just. Uh, <laughs> well, I never thought I would see a facility that looked like that in Canada. I just I just never did. And so the fact that we've got this even starting. I think is it, it's momentum forward because, as you said, the uh, the alternative was a uh, no CFL, and I know people are getting their their nuts in a knot over uh, XFL or whatever it is. Uh, I, I'm I'm not so sure what the talks were about. I don't even know how realistically it was in in terms of a business being intertwined with each other. But if there is something there, and someone pushes me and said, "Do you want the XFL being a part of the CFL?" I said, "Well, if it mean if it's either that or nothing, then yes." But I don't. I wasn't privy to the conversations. I don't know what the business plan was, and I'm not saying that we go to four downs and all those other things. I just think for the CFL and for its business model and for what they just went through, I'm certainly going to be open to conversation. I'm not going to just slam the door, and I'm not, uh, you know, one of those people that's going to, you know, die on a hill because of ball size, uh, field size, uh, you know, all those things that I love about the league. But I'm going to be open to whatever it is they think that they can do. Certainly, if it's financially, if you start sharing things. I mean, I don't know. As I said, I wasn't privy to the conversations, but I do know that for I couldn't I couldn't imagine my life in Canada with no CFL. I just I last year was bad enough, but if it really did come to an end, I I have no words for that. I would be I would completely crush. Well, that's why I say kudos to whomever's responsible because I have no idea how they're doing it, but they are. And that's what I'd like to celebrate. Michael, we are out of time, but it's always great to see you and spend time with you, sir. You're sounding like a million dollars. And I look forward to uh, for this update in your life. And congratulations to the guy with the helicopter who went to Dairy Queen. He's the greatest guy I've ever known. How, no, how is that hey, national? Hey, hey, that's, not a ju- that, that's not a joke. That's serious. That's great stuff. <laughs> how is that <laughs> national news? Okay. Guy lands his helicopter and goes in and gets a couple blizzards. What's yeah, the problem? And they arrest the guy. What's the arrest? MP, <laughs> give him a snow cone, whatever it is. That's the news. Yeah, congratulations. Exactly. All yeah. right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it, buddy. Mike Richards, the radio legend from Saga 960 in Mississauga. We'll be back with overtime. You are watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming, and 24 hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Yeah, it's overtime, and it's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. And Hour 2 is brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. A sports update here, as we are a little out of order today, but 24 hours after the BC Lions released rookie Japanese kicker Tukero Yamasaki, the Lions announced today the signing of kicker Jimmy Macho Camacho. I added the macho part. (laughs) And kicker Felix Menard-Briere to the practice roster. As per CFL rules, both players will go through necessary COVID protocols, but you may remember the name Jimmy Macho Camacho. He went through training camp with the Hamilton Tiger Cats in 2021, previously signed by the Lions in March of 2020, and he spent 2019 with the Indoor Football League's Arizona Rattlers, where he led all league kickers in scoring with 121 points and earned all IFL first-team honors. Canadian Elite Basketball League has expanded into Toronto, adding the Scarborough Shooting Stars as its eighth franchise. Shooting Stars will tip off when the 2020 season opens next May. The CEBL Championship Weekend is this weekend in Edmonton at the Expo Center. The Toronto Blue Jays used four long balls to avoid a sweep with an 8-3 win over the Seattle Mariners yesterday. Teoscar Hernandez and Randall Grichuk each hit their 20th homers of the season. Jays off today before starting a short two-game series against the Washington Nationals Tuesday. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca, where we cover the Western Hockey League. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. We're not doing a face-off today for the Ultimate Fan Zone in the Mad Greek Restaurant. However, can I just give a shout-out to the Ultimate Fan Zone, Moose? Can we get him on the screen? Can we get him? Everybody loves this kid. Let's see that cute face. <laughs> um, they're bringing bomber gear in, Moose. They're bringing bomber gear in That's because, what you said. because of Billy says they've been inundated with requests for bomber gear. I'm not going to tell you the teams that don't get requested the merch. But the bombers are hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Jeff, the Stams fan, says uh, Stampeders have canceled practice due to smoke in the air. That continues to be a thing. Um. You've been sitting here enjoying most of this hour. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about how the Bombers have attracted young fans or anything else? What's on your mind? Yeah, wherever you want to go. I mean, you were just there, so... They did. You know, they've attracted a younger fan base. And I don't know if it's the the cheap beer and food before the games. Got to help. It helps. Um, But they've got a little bit of everything. And if you think about a younger demographic, and I just think about the communities we're in, kind of major cities in this province, obviously the two big ones, but... Um, Saskatoon, big food market, right? Big trend culture market in Canada. Um, and they're moving away from chain restaurants. That's one thing I saw. So our buddy, Avi Khan, yeah. who has the shawarma con, right? The shawarma. In Winnipeg. And, and uh, we had the falafel and stuff. We had the pita chips and the hummus and falafel and all that. Um, the shawarma. It was lined up around the stadium. But that's not your traditional game day food, right? That's... That's attracting a younger audience, too. More options, more inclusiveness. It feels like, you know, you're experiencing the culture of Winnipeg a little bit. Abby's bringing that to the game. And that's just one little example of what Winnipeg's doing to attract a younger audience. Janelle, watching in Saskatoon, she says, if I wasn't a Riders fan, I would be a Bombers fan. Don't tell anyone. And I don't know they're an easy team to cheer for for me. And that goes back to the uh, Lapalise days, the Richie Hall days. But now they get Zach Caleros is there, Richie Hall still. It's an, it was an, it's an easy team for me to cheer for. And as we've said a million times on the air today, they completely ruled out the red carpet for us over the weekend. All of Winnipeg did. I cannot thank them enough. Prairie Mobile text line from the 542. Former Regina Pats goalie Roddy Ross. Backstopped his home community to a Chief Thunderstick memorial title Sunday night in Saskatoon's Rodham Arena. The tournament was started by the late Freddie Sasakamus to promote top-level First Nations hockey. This year's tourney had Bridget Laquette and WHLers Keyshawn Gervais and Robbie Fram Delorme on the ice. The final saw Ross's Canoe Lake Young Guns defeat Eagle Lake Chiefs in a shootout. 
giving the Young Guns this year's title and $20,000. Roddy Ross was named the tournament MVP. He was just a pat last year. He's currently an NHL free agent. Craig McCallum played in that. I saw the photo. I think he was on the same winning team. Former Western Hockey League player, former U of S Husky. Wayne in Victoria writes, Hi, Rod and Darren. I'm on the road back to Victoria via Calgary. I enjoyed the Riders' victory over Hamilton on Saturday night, but wasn't happy about the penalty count. Have a great show, and I'll watch the show later today. Metal Shingle Guy writes in and says, Woodard looked like a vet out there. Shivers got them rolling. That's this uh, rookie rider, D. Lyman, who had three sacks. Yes, but just one more on the Winnipeg thing, and maybe for the rest of the week we'll move on. But we were standing in line to get into the bomber store, and who come running out of the Sherwamercon but Abi Khan, Ibrahim Khan, the former Blue Bomber. It's hard to miss, right? Yeah. What is he, 6'5"? Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, 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 Rod, you guys better be getting in here for shawarma. <laughs> and I'm like, the lineup is around the block, man. <laughs> but we did come back after the first corner and had pita chips. Oh, Only thing they got to fix, the parking. Yes. See you tomorrow at noon Eastern here on Game Plus. Let's make some noise. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.